As a young child, I was read to from a very early age. I'm a big believer in getting into a regular routine of reading to children as soon as possible after they are born. This benefits the future development in many ways. And I've discussed this in a number of episodes with some wonderful guests. I'll include links to some of these episodes in the show notes. Recently, I was fortunate enough to meet a wonderful woman on Instagram whose handle is Nanny Miss Monique. I was intrigued after listening to Miss Monique participate in a live titled It's Never Too Early to Start Reading to Your Baby. Monique and I have a lot in common as we both come from a childcare background. Nanny Miss Monique and I have been in the childcare industry for over 20 years and together we have a wealth of knowledge and experience relating to early childhood, education, learning through play and early age reading. I loved Nanny Miss Monique's passion and I asked her if I could talk with her on first time mum's chat. I'm sure you'll find her passion as enthralling as I do. During our chat, I asked her what sort of books she would recommend to a mum with a baby aged from 0 to 6 months. In this episode, you'll hear her share tips on reading to your little one, including suggestions on the types of books to read to your little one, suggestions of some specific book titles that she reads to a toddler in her care, and the benefits and the smiles that she got from that toddler. What colours the book should contain for children of this age? And so, so, so much more. If you're a new mum, or if you're about to commence your parenting journey, then you'll know that many women in our modern fast-paced world feel alone and unsupported. Many are isolated and lack support from members of their family, such as their mothers or other close feminine role models. I'm your host, Helen Thompson, and I'm a childcare educator and baby massage instructor with many years experience working with families. I started the First Time Mums Chat podcast in 2021 to help support mums as they face the challenges and struggles that parenting often involves, particularly when getting started for the first time. To help ease your transition into parenthood, I aim to offer supportive, holistic approaches and insights for mums of babies aged mainly from 4 weeks to 10 months old. In each episode, you'll hear insights from experts and other mums to help you become the most confident parent you can. Let's do this together. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please contact a medical practitioner if you are concerned or have any medical issues. Hi, Nanny, Miss Monique, and welcome to First Time Mums Chat. I'm delighted to have you here today. And how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. I'm good. As I said before we chatted, I'm looking forward to getting over the Christmas period because that's always a hectic time of the year for us nannies, our childcare workers, mums. Yeah, absolutely. So you and I are both 
passionate about reading with children and we both come from a childcare background and you're a nanny currently. I'm absolutely delighted to have somebody who's as passionate about reading to young children as you and I are. So thank you for being here to chat to me all about that. I'm so happy to be here to have this chat with you. Thanks. (laughs) So how did you start? What's your story about working with kids, being a nanny and being passionate about reading? Tell me about how you got started. Sure. I started working for a family in Washington, D.C., and the mom and dad were two New York Times bestselling authors. Every morning before school, I would rush out and get all their newspapers and kind of pile them up like firewood (laughs) that you would have for a fire, but I would put them by the breakfast table and line the newspapers all up. All the kids and the parents would get their newspapers. And then right before school would start, they would wait for their driver to come in and they would all cuddle up on the couch together and read books. It always just left a really, really big impression with me as a nanny. And then from there, I just learned that you should read to your child every day. It's great bonding for you and your child. And it's great bonding for nanny and child as well. Also from the childcare background, it's great communication. It it develops a language, it develops a vocabulary. And as you say, it's a bonding, but I also think it's the language and the communication and the touch and the closeness as well. That's right. And if you read to your child every day, five times a day, you can get your child to know 1.5 million words by the time your child reaches kindergarten. And I have the stats on that. So if you read to your child about maybe three to five times a day, it'll be like 169,000 words that they'll know. Uh, If you read to them, uh, yeah, this is by kindergarten. Daily reading would result in about 300,000 words and five books a day would result in about 1.5 million words by the age of five. So it's so important to just read to your child every day, like what you said, communication, vocabulary, and overall just being a great reader. It's it's an excellent skill to have to be a strong reader in life. Yes, it's interesting that you say kindergarten because I was brought up in the UK. I now live in Australia. And kindergarten, when I was growing up in the UK, was three to four. It was like nursery school before they went to school. I believe in Australia and possibly in America that kindergarten is the year before school, five. And then when you're six, you go to preschool, pre-prep. Is that similar in America or is that slightly different? It's slightly different. So it's reverse. It's preschool before you get to kindergarten. And then you go on to first grade, second grade, So you start off in preschool and preschool is like three, four, five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's similar to what it is in the UK. When we spoke, you had wonderful opportunities and books for mums to get started with. And I was going to ask what sort of books as a nanny, as a childcare educator, would you recommend to a first time mum with a baby? Let's say the baby's not just three months or not just six months to make it wider range. What would you recommend for a mum to start. A lot of mums think, oh, I can't read to my baby. They don't understand. You and I both know that that's not true. So what would you suggest? I would suggest 
starting off with board books and board books that have contrasting colors like black and white, because a lot of babies can't see color until they're about four months old. They start seeing color. So any Mm -hmm. kind of contrasting books. But when they do see color and when you are reading something that has like a rhythmic pattern in the words, because babies love repetition. Babies love kind of that rhythmic way of like when you're reading to them, something very simple. And it might stop the, you know, what they're doing and they, you can grab their attention. So I would start with something simple. A very good book that I would like to read to babies is a book called Please, Baby, Please mm-hmm. by Spike Lee. So it's like for moments of fussy and fond, Spike Lee and his wife, they have a behind the scenes with your child with all the spills and all the chills Mm -hmm. and all the things that happen when you're bringing up a baby. So the baby goes to bed, but the baby gets up again. You want your baby to eat the peas, but the baby spills the peas and pours the bowl on its head. (laughs) (laughs) The baby throws their diaper in the toy bin. No, no. So it's like all these fun things that the baby thinks is fun, but the parents are like, oh no, oh no. And usually I get a laugh out of the child when I read that book. Um, It's lots of fun. Yeah, it's fun because the child can laugh at what they're doing and they can laugh at their mistake and think, oh, okay, the book tells me not to do that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just very simple text. It says, you know, no, not on your head, please, baby, please don't do that. (laughs) So it's just fun. Yeah, and another book, if you are a mom or a nanny and you want a book about introducing a child to a new sibling. There is a book called The New Small Person by Lauren Child. It's about a little boy named Elmore Green, and he starts life as an only child. And then he has his room to himself. He has his own toys. He can do whatever he wants. And then he gets a baby brother. And he wants to be just like him, but he does not want to share his toys. He (laughs) realizes in the end of the story that it's good to have someone there for you, someone who admires you, someone who loves you. So I love that book because it's from the perspective of the child. And the illustrations are absolutely gorgeous. If you know Lauren Child, she's based in the UK. She has books everywhere from board book all the way up to chapter book for young readers. She's a great author and illustrator. Yeah, I think that's a great one to have for kids because, as you say, when you're a first child, you've got to learn these things. You've got to learn how to share. You've got to learn how to be friendly with your brother and sister and not fight. I think that sounds like a great book. It's interesting. You mentioned about babies who can't see black and white until around about four months. So if you were reading to a naught to four months, I would recommend a picture book with black and white photos, but what would you recommend as an educator nanny for that age, not to fall? Oh, what kind of books would I recommend? I would definitely recommend contrasting color books. Something very simple that just may have one word on each page, like ball, a ball. And there's a picture of a black and white ball. Or the next page might say rattle and a picture of a rattle and it's black and white and a picture of mom and dad. And very simple text, very simple pictures, usually words that are baby's first words. Baby's first words are usually beginning with buh, buh, buh. 
or it's usually B and D words, the dust sound, or if they're not saying B's and D's, they're usually saying M's and P's. So usually M's and P's go together and B's and D's go together. (laughs) And what about books in the bath? What's your take on that? I think that's a great idea. If you're going to do books in a bath, they do have books that are made out of plastic and silicone, and they have these new indestructible books that look like paper, but it's just recycled paper that has like a wax coating on it. And you can put those in the bath and have your child play with it during the bath time. Or if you have a secure place for your baby to sit where they won't topple over, you can sit and read to your child while they're taking a bath. I think any opportunity is a great time for reading. I read to my nanny child for breakfast every morning while he's eating his breakfast and in his high chair. And he absolutely loves it. How old is your nanny child that you look after? 13 months. So just over a year. And does he have any particular favorites that he really likes that you read to him that he asks you again and again for? Absolutely. We love Margaret Wise, Good Night Moon. That is a classic I believe that everyone likes. He loves when I say the bowl full of mush and he just starts laughing when I say (laughs) the bowl full of mush. He also loves books where he can see other children. Babies like to see other babies. So Mm -hmm. when you have pictures of babies in books, they get excited to see other babies. So anytime there's a book with a baby in it, he gets really excited. (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that because as a toddler, he likes to see other people around him. And he's probably beginning to talk as well. So he can point to the pictures and say ball or whatever it is, or baby or sister or whatever. Yeah, and it's so fun. And I always say that your bookshelf should reflect the world around you. So a lot of the books with the babies uh, that we look at, they're babies from all over the world. So I love, love showing him that. And he points to the pictures and he smiles. We talk about emotions. And if the baby is sad, baby is frustrated, or if the baby is happy. Um, And I, I talk about emotions a lot and we just have a great time. (laughs) Yeah, I think talking about emotions at an early age is actually very good because it it encourages children to be able to express how they feel, which I think is really important, but not, not pushing them to express how they feel, but showing them the different emotions that there are in the world. And they learn what those different emotions are. So when they're frustrated or when they're sad, they can come to you and show you the picture and say, Nanny, Monique, I'm feeling like this today. I'm feeling a bit frustrated today. And I think that's so good. Yes, it's so important to share emotions. And there's another book that I really love to talk about. It's called Way Past Mad by Haley Edelman. It's about a little girl who wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. So she takes it out on everyone. She takes it out on her best friend. and the book is her trying to become friends with her best friend again because she hurt his feelings by being mean to him because she was Mm -hmm. way past bad. So it's a great book for emotions. It's the way past book series and there's mad, sad, jealous, lonely, and also way past embarrassed, which just came out recently. (laughs) I like the sound of that. Those are good. So what, what do you think of Dr. Seuss books? Um, I believe Dr. Seuss books are great for rhyming. 
babies and children love rhyming and it's easy to remember when it's rhyming, right? And it's great for language skills, even if you don't understand some of the things that Dr. Seuss says, because a lot of the words yes. are made up, but yes. you know, it doesn't matter. It's good for them to just hear sounds. It's good for them to hear sounds. And the only way babies are going to talk is if we talk to them and read mm -hmm. to them. They have to learn the language. So, I mean, you can read Dr. Seuss sometimes, but I, I, I wouldn't read it all the time because mm -hmm. some of the words mm -hmm. are not real. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's an interesting point about reading to children, but it's also an interesting point that you said there about talking to babies. I've observed in my childcare career that a lot of parents talk baby talk to their child. They don't communicate to their children like little adults. They go ba 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 go 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 go. They're not saying the words, so the child isn't learning those words. And I think it's really good just to talk to your child every day, whether you're doing both, reading, but also talking to them and you're picking them up in the morning out of bed and saying, oh, how did you sleep? How are you today? And today we're going to go out to play with your little friend, or I'm going to take you on a date with a friend of mine. We're going to take your nappy first. And you tell your child what the routine is when you get up and give them a big hug and communicate with them as a little adult, because that way they're learning everyday language, as well as the language that you're teaching them when you're reading to them. I totally agree with you. When you're getting your baby ready to go outside and you're putting, I don't know what the weather is like in Australia right now, but it's very cold here. So it's winter here in Chicago, in the States. So it's very cold. So I bundle up the baby and I let them know we are going outside. We're going to go to music class and then we're going to the park and then we're going to walk to the zoo. Explain those things to your mm -hmm. child. It's just good. You're communicating with them. And you know what? Maybe one day they're going to speak to you and say something back. You never know. Or they might say, oh, I don't want to wear those red boots today. Or they might point to the red boots and say, they might want to wear the black ones or, or whatever. You're teaching them that language from a very early age, which I think is good. And incorporating the reading as well and the reading of the books, I think is also a good one. I love what you said in the beginning about the, the family who sat down and read with their children before they went to school. I think that is awesome. And I just feel that parents these days, they don't have the time. They're rushing around and rush, rush, rush. And they don't have the time to put that into the routine. Even doing it in the morning or even at night before they go to bed, have a bedtime story that you read to the child and you give them that time. Give them that time. And for parents and nannies who are in the car all day, may I suggest getting audiobooks for your child and start building your audiobook library. Instead of listening to music or have the kids fumbling on their tablets or the screens, put on a book and they can listen to a story on the way to school, on the way to the market, on their way to visiting grandmother's house gets in the habit of listening to stories because listening to stories uses the same part as your brain as you are reading. So I think it's also a good skill to have. Yeah. And it also calms them down in the car if they're frustrated or if they're tired and they don't want to get in the car or they're sleepy. Having an audio book can actually calm them and they can feel more soothed and more relaxed in the, in the car as well. So they might even fall asleep if you want them to, not that you want them to fall asleep while they're listening to a story. It, it can actually calm them down a little bit as well. 
It relaxes them. It's mm-hmm. a great way. And it's fun to introduce them to books that way. <laughs> you know, different voices. It's not always my voice that they want to hear. They can listen to another person's voice. And I think the other thing I wanted to mention to you, because I'm passionate about this topic as well, is when you're reading to a child, try and not be monotone. Try and make the characters come to life and be enthusiastic about the different characters and try and use different voices. Because I do that with the kids I work with. And then love it when I read older books because they're seven and eight. But then love the way I do that. And if somebody's sad, I'll go, you know, I'll put, make, make this the sad feeling of rubbing my eyes and I even pretend to cry. And they love that because I put feeling and actions into the story. And I think they really appreciate that. Oh, yes. I I agree with you. And there's a book that was published in Australia. It's called Bear Bum Billy. I don't know if you've heard of I have. Bear Bum Billy. Such a funny book. And it's so rhythmic. And you can use voices for that one as well. I love it. So (laughs) for all the people who are in Australia, uh, make sure you buy Bear Bum Billy. It's an awesome book. (laughs) The other one I like, you mentioned audio books before. It's about a a donkey that's only got one leg. What's it called? Winky Wanky Donkey. Winky Wanky Donkey. I love that because it's got so much expression in it and it's got so much fun in it. And it just makes me laugh. I don't know who wrote that, but it's not an Australian book. I think it, it might be American. I don't know. I'm not sure either. Actually, I just read that book today. It's, uh, you know, stinky, winky, wanky, lean, yes. I don't know, wonky donkey. <laughs> it's so funny. And the kids love it. And the yes, 13-year-old, he loves it too because I do the sounds. I say hee-haw when the donkey says hee-haw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes the kids look at you thinking, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> but it's fun. You see their fun reaction. And, yeah, I think there are a lot of really good books out there. And yeah. they don't have to be really hard books to read. So I think I'm going to put a few of these books that we've mentioned in the show notes for parents because I think they're really valuable to have a book list because I know you have an Instagram page where you read stories to kids. Absolutely. I love looking at your Instagram page. I thought it was wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm on Instagram at Nanny Miss Monique. And also TikTok and Facebook as well. So if you're interested in learning about books or if you want me to help you find a specific book for your kid based on their interest, I can help you do that. Well, thank you, Nanny Miss Monique, for being here today. I could talk to you forever about this topic because (laughs) I know how valuable it is for mums, not just for the mums, but for the children as well. So Thank you for being here and sharing your passion with me. I can tell how passionate you are about it. Thank you for taking the time to come and join me on this podcast. Thank you for having me on. You can access the episode show notes at mybabymassage.net forward slash podcast forward slash one five two. My next guest will be Jess Smith. After years of battling debilitating autoimmune symptoms and receiving little clarity from countless specialists with conventional medicine, she decided to take control of her own health journey. Jess empowers her clients to become their own healers. You will hear Jess and I talk about being more aware of morning sickness and much more.